This is CliffCentral.com. And now they want a band, man. Even though they got a Grammy in their hand, man. I'm on the best comedy podcast. It's Friday the 12th of, of August. And um, mostly I say that because people downloading it don't really care that it's that yeah. it's out there. And everyone tells me we pre-record this thing anyway. So I just want to, I'm going to hold up a newspaper. You know, like fat people when they go on diet and they hold up the newspaper. And then like three years later, they hold up the, the other, and then look, I'm thinner now. So I don't know how you do that on, on a podcast, but I'm you holding up a, today's, hey, let's, we'll call it that, we'll call it a voting hangover. Voting babalas. Voting Babala, sorry, I'm, I'm South African sure. voices. <laughs> we, we've got Eric Janssen here on the podcast, and then uh, Lisa Golden's joining us. To t- hello, say hi. Morning. Oh, look at that. <sighs> That's um. I don't know if it's not meant to be like because. Can you patch me in as well, Duncan? I want to play some songs. Then um, it's a very special day today. It's my kid's cross country. Uh, <laughs> it's my kid's cross country day, and Is his dad's his dad's working on the radio. Is he going to be part of the Olympics team one day? You know what? I don't want him to be, if you don't mind. I'm just asking, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> we are going to talk about the Olympics. And do I sound right in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You are just very Eric, loud. we start off with the, po- the podcast, uh, uh, the guest comedy podcast, is the place where you get your comedy fix. Yes. But we've also kind of moved into into the business of comedy to find out how to get into this for any entertainer. Yeah. Um, and just there's some tips and tricks you can get. We try not to have opinions based on your actual comedy you do. And we work it on the fact that just be... Just go and do the gigs. Do yourself. And talking about gigs, tell us about how's this thing work and give us the rundown of all the stuff. Because you only downloaded the, the app last week. Very conscientious, um, the actual guy. <laughs> like, like That's like Jacob Zuma voting uh, IFP. for IFP that yes, day. Yes, by accident. So, the, so now tell us There's what this is and how do you get hold of it. That. Okay, so what you do is you download the app, Cliff Central app on the Play Store or the iStore if you have an iPhone. Yes, is that correct, Duncan? Cool, and then you listen to us. You for those of you wondering why, why we keep saying Duncan, stuff, Duncan is the guy who the runs guy. the thing. He's here. Yeah, he is here. So I'm not just naming random people, isn't that right, Steve? I'm kidding. Uh, right, so you download the app and then you listen to all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to this one. There's a sex show after this. Gareth Cliff is normally on before us. It's very amazing. You can also contact us on WeChat. The WeChat ID is Cliff Central. You can get us on Twitter at CliffCentral.com. Uh, tweet us as well at Gas Comedy. You can go to the Gas Comedy website www.gascomedy.co.za for all your week's listings for gigs in Johannesburg, Durban, and Cape Town. And yeah, that's so that's on the Gas Comedy podcast, Gas Comedy website. That's Gas What's the Comedy, website? Club Central and all in all. Gas Comedy dot co.za. I yeah, checked this time. I made good. sure. I and then someone sure. just sent a message. So this is like to know that it's real. We have to read out Michelle Kirschenbaum. August the 5th, 2016, 9.01 a.m. Oh, shit. Read my message and I'll know it's real. There so we, we go. Even if we time traveled I miss and slop, slotted that into the show. Go back to the normal show. We, <laughs> we, only, we only got that message <laughs> it's now. Saturday the 8th Nine of September. <laughs> <laughs> then also, so it's coming up in the show. I just want to let you know we're going to be, we're gonna be um, speaking to some London comedians. Because I felt that never before in SA Comedy there'd been so many comics plying, what do they call it? Leaving the country. Exercising their passages abroad. Um, is that <laughs> <laughs> Mark Palmer just tweeted us. Mark Palmer just tweeted us. Yeah. Okay, he's the first guy we uh, have. Have you, have you got those Skype calls? Do they just come through in my ears or what? Waiting for Dave Levinson and Gas Comedy to call me like... Oh, is that his skeleton, skeleton at the old phone? The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, in London, they've still got those <laughs> yeah. phones, eh? Yeah, they've still got them. Cause, so who's overseas? Just give us a list. You, Who went overseas? Who went overseas? Uh, Robbie Collins and David Cow recently went to Mon- Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Where is I that, keep Eric? This wrong. That is in Canada. <laughs> I at least know that much. I want to so go to... Can I book a ticket to Montreal? Montreal. Yeah, Montreal in Canada. Oh, you must be like a I'll travel agent's worst nightmare. Yeah, I'm just like, you see this place? <laughs> Take me there, no, please. Mark On Palmer. Your place. Mark Palmer. Do you know there. anything about him? Uh, nothing whatsoever. I've okay. never seen him before, actually. Okay, he's very, he's, he's, he's what they, it's like the same as Carvin Golson. They call him the clean comic revolution, which means that they can do comics, comedy for kids basically or in a church or somewhere. No swearing. There's still no swearing, but there's still the subject matter is still quite hectic and, and still, okay. still innuendo and still stuff. I mean, Mark Palmer has a wonderful story about how when you get married, your wife keeps your, your balls in her purse. Uh-huh. And that's basically what the marriage vows are. It's like, do you, Solomon to, to give to your balls your wife, to this chick to and she woman. looks after them for you. Okay. And that's, that's how that, that's. Yeah. Uh, right. Those are the only guys I know about that have been in the. Re- well, Luis Ogola's overseas as well. Luis Ogola's overseas. Martin London Evans is well. in, in Edinburgh. 
Dope. Mark Palmer's in London. Dope. Robbie Collins in Montreal. David Cobb's in Montreal. They were. Angels yeah. in New York City. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> just but he's hijacking back, gigs. The two of them. <laughs> uh, David Go and uh, Robbie are back though. Well, so uh, the whole time when I, while they were there, I was tr- to ask them if we could speak to them on our guest comedy podcast. Like, so, do you know anything no, about you. the gigs? How did they go? What were they doing? Uh, Robbie was at the club last night, so he didn't say much. He just when performed. you say the club, what do you mean? The Goliath Comedy Club. Sorry, it's not. It's still new, so I have to say the Goliath Comedy Club. But yeah. The he was club. there last night. He was at the Goliath Comedy Club. Okay, and tell us what cool. gigs you've been because you always cool. speak about cool. Kitchener's cool. Goliath. Cool. So now tell us about other gigs. Other gigs, uh, Poppies, Melville. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done any. Tell other us about gigs. actual gigs. Please. I'm doing another gig tomorrow, I think, in Ormonde in the south. Okay, who's yeah. organizing that? It's one of those fly-by-night gigs. You know yes. those gigs that just happen by accident. Yeah, you know what's weird? Why don't mind that because the comedy industry relies on them. Okay, yeah. so then I'm just going to do my first thing here. This guy's not in Go London, but he's actually from London. So I'm just going to phone him and put him onto the speaker. That's and this is the problem the with with phoning uh, comedians at eight o'clock in the morning. You see, you got to you got to let them know that you're phoning them. So uh. this is a guy that used to live in London <laughs> that lives here now. His name is Martin Davis. Okay, Martin Davis. And I'm going to ask him if he's fully South African and if he voted yesterday. <laughs> Who did you vote for? Ah, there we go. Is he awake? Hello, love. Hello, love. There's the guy. <laughs> Hello, Martin. How are you? Did I wake you up? No, dear. Oh, I've been, no, I've been up doing vocal exercises. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what some people call it. You've <laughs> 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 been stretching, yeah. stretching those cords. Yes. Okay, and how do you feel? I like it. I'm very well. Tell me about your, what your day is as a comedian. We always like to do that on this, this show. We like to discuss what, if, if you're oh, a lazy comedian. Are we comedian. live now, don't, don't, we, are we, we live? Going. So you can say rude oh, things. Good. It's all recorded. No, no, no. no I, don't, I don't want to say rude things, but I will, I will behave myself. <laughs> That's never happened. Yeah. No, uh, well, you get up and then you just count down the hours until you do. Until <laughs> you do a show? Do your thing. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> do it. I'm, I'm okay doing comedy. It's just, it's just the other... T- 22 hours of the day that gets on my nerves really <laughs> so, like, imagine if other people had real jobs they just kept to work and thought I've got another 8 hours until I go home yeah yeah yeah. no I go to work go, oh is it only oh is that what it is what oh. you, so what have we, what's been give us a, a lowdown firstly on, on Cape Town comedy scene With me, I've got, I've got no, Eric no. Ronson in the studio as well, and Lisa Golden says as well. She can tell us about how to make fame, fame happen for you easily. She's going to give oh, away. Well, 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 obviously, as I'm unknown, I'm. I, you shouldn't be. Why are you talking to me then? Well, that, that's why I, I phoned you because I think as a, as a 94 year old comedian, you need to listen to yeah. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, well, well, at least now I'm I'm in the running for lifetime achievement award only because I'm still alive. Yeah, uh, purely because uh, not for comedy, but just for funny. achieving a lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, I've just I've, I've just kept doing it. I feel like one of those people who win when you do corporate gigs and it's oh, for an insurance is. company and someone gets a, gets gets an award for working for the company or just a full attendance. Here's what I figured out as well. I, I ran a ten kilometer charity race and I got a hundred rand prize for coming third in the veterans age group. Fantastic. <laughs> and I wasn't even Fantastic. I didn't even know there was such a thing. But now when yeah, I enter you, like, oh, you came third. Really? Oh, okay. And I didn't realize, oh, now when I go to these things, I'm like, do you have a veterans category? <laughs> yeah, 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 I want to I wanna do that for like five besides football, get into a, because I mean, I'm not, Martin, I've seen your I'm, kind of you fit for, I'm kind of fit for my age, <laughs> so I can play with old codgers and actually be quite good. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to hear the sound, I really, in my mind, I can hear the sound of wow, cracking bones. No, 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 no. You're still a huge Chelsea no, no. supporter? Arsenal, don't be rude, Dave. Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you so know your, Remember your Arsenal. bachelor party we made you wear a Chelsea uh, shirt? What That's you it. it. And, then it and, and because they are the spawn of the devil, the shirt wouldn't burn. Yes, we tried to light it on fire outside a strip club. We didn't go to a strip club, sorry. We lighted it on fire outside the, <laughs> the community centre. 
and um, the thing the, wouldn't the burn. Mavericks, the Mavericks home for fallen women, yeah, it, uh, would it wouldn't burn, but it's, it wouldn't burn. So we should have taken it off you first before we lit it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I was thought, is this a South African thing? I don't know. <laughs> All right, now, Martin, we're going to phone two guys in London. Um, well, actually, Martin Evans, I think, is in Edinburgh. Right. And Mark Palmer is in London town, like, properly doing anything. What do you think of these guys going over there? Is it easy to, to start a career? Like, I think, from I think yeah, you got to, yeah, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kind of, I go against the grain. I go where the work isn't. You know what I mean? That's what I do. <laughs> Are you South African yet? Did you vote on Wednesday? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like that. That was beautiful. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Yeah, oh, no, I no, I think it's great. And then it's like you're saying about Mark. Mark's really good. He's very Mr. Clean. And he's doing, he's doing great. He's doing we're gonna, cruise We're going to try and find out some yeah, dirt on him. Yeah, no, 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 he's doing really well. He's too clean. I'm going to take him down. You know, <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Mr. No. Falco doing stuff over there as well. That's right. Koki's actually on a, a gig there as well. The South Africans are doing a, a South African comedy festival. And I think Koki's one of the acts. Yeah. And he, yeah. Kind of, he kind of left comedy for a bit and then came back. What he's doing, yeah, he's doing a bit of, you know, you know, Koki's modelling, acting, comedy. Same as you. Yeah. Same as you. Oh, yes, of course, yes, yes. <laughs> but Martin Davis, it's always good to, to chat to you. I think we should talk more often, but next time send me your actual phone number. Unless you're hiding okay, away love. from the banks like me. <laughs> no, okay, love. All right, love. We'll have a good day. Yes, but thanks for chatting. We're going to speak to you again because I think you've got too much um, information stuck in your head there about comedy. We need to get it out of the head. Yes. Is that yes. cool? So when are you in Johannesburg yes, again? Yes, I'll come in. Okay. I'll tell you when I'm up next, yeah. I'm oh. up the week of the, of the awards. And you can stay at my house. You can sleep on my couch again. But this time, just just sleep by yourself. not me and you, because we've cheapers, we've spooned, yeah. we've spooned this whole. Yeah, country. that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> People don't understand. Like comedians get booked for gigs, they say, "Oh, there's a there's a house for you guys," but we go there, it's like a two yeah, bedroom yeah, room, yeah. and it's a studio flat, and you go, "Oh shit!" Yeah. I've seen you naked more than I need to. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yes. need to well do you remember the time you asked me yeah, to walk naked across your stage? Well, that was at Grahamstown. There were only eight people in the audience. And I said to you, if there's less than eight people, will you do it? And you said yes. And you gave me the benefit yes. of that eighth person. And then during yeah. my show, uh, just tell them what you did. <laughs> I was doing well, a strange well, comedy. Said, well, the funny people, I think what was funny about it, well, it's funny anyway, but you said walk across at, at the half hour mark. I was sitting backstage from the beginning of your show naked. That was what I didn't understand why I did that. I got, I got naked as soon as the show started. Because I said, good evening, good afternoon, afternoon ladies and gentlemen, and I heard your bell tick the ground. And then I went, it's half up, it's, yeah, there it is, 30 minutes, and then I walked across. And when you, did you, how cold, because Grahamstown's cold, and I think... It was bloody cold, yes. I think people were quite impressed. Wearing, and I remember wearing a safety helmet on my head. On your head, okay, not on your helmet. Yes. No, no, no. I remember wearing a safety helmet on my head and walking across. Can I just tell you something from my side? There's not many comedians that would do that. Either. You right. didn't turn around. I made no note. I carried and, on and, doing and this you stuff. Knew, and you knew I'd done it because it went, uh, <laughs> like, what? Who's that? And what's that about? Is that about the show? Is can, that a, can I just tell you something? How many comedians Dave would do that? His, I thought Dave was talking about his childhood and now there's suddenly there's a naked Man, it has no relevance to the show whatsoever. But thank no, you for doing that. No, and there's no, no comedians who would no, do that. No. Who else would do that? Mumsy? No, no, no. Eric, no. did you walk naked behind me on the stage? Yeah. He just says yes. Of course. Yeah, uh, but he say that, Dave. He'll do anything for publicity. You know yeah. this. All right, Martin Davis. It's always a pleasure. Right, go and have the rest right, of the babe. Friday. Go and sit for another 22 hours until your show starts. But that, yeah, that's it. All right, darling. Okay, we're have gonna do breakfast beer just now. We have a breakfast beer uh, tasting. We're gonna taste an IPA today. Okay, oh, good. Oh, you better, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Okay, thank you, man. Cheers. Yeah, all right, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that, that's Martin Davis. I hope you heard most of that. Um, lovely comedian. When he talks about being old, I, when he first came out to South Africa, I didn't realize he's got so much energy. He walks around the stage, shouts at people. He's, I what think do you he's, do, fucker? <laughs> okay, Martin, he's, calm down. He's opening it's line. Okay. Oi, fucker, what do you do? And he's not being, and South Africans have Clap like you know it. who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of scared people, but he's just so, he's so squishy and nice. He's not scary at all. He's scary looking, though. He's scary looking, he's but so much well, energy. And then when, this is now 10 years ago. I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 60, 62. So what is he now, 72? Like 105. Yeah, 72. About. But he doesn't, he looks like a sort of, he looks he like looks a Rod Stewart that's been pulled backwards through a bush. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, Eric, uh, are we going to wait? Duncan's going to let me know if Martin beautiful. or um, Mark Palmer are on the line. Lisa. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Okay, speak into the thingy. I'm speaking. Now, we, we met yes. at something called Industry Nights. Yes. Can you, you know, explain? <coughs> I don't like things like that. Uh-huh. Eric's, Eric's dying. Why? Um, okay. Not not normally. He normally yes. only dies on stage, Elbow but he's now dying. Oh, <laughs> these are shots that you're fighting, <laughs> babe. I don't die on stage. So he's um, he's now coughing. But do you, you know what an industry night is? I've industry heard night? about it. I've never been to one because. Do you I've find it's a bit weird? Anything that says industry or something yeah, like man, you feel it's a bit of a group wank. Very, yeah. It like we we're going to say how good we are. Very like closed off. Okay, well this one's open to the public. No, but I meant like closed off to a specific group of people. Well, the nice thing about this is any, it's mostly in the entertainment industry. Ah. They don't just, it's not industry night. You can't come in your gumboots and say, I make steel. I'm here to. And thing. But the weird thing is, there were people steel. there. The one guy was from, <laughs> he's a mining industry. So there actually were clients looking ah. for acts. So were they looking for a cabaret or dance act or something for their corporate event? There were some people there in the steel industry, literally. There were some people there in aerospace. I didn't know that South Africa had an aerospace industry. But oh. explain, you said you ran com- uh, Industry Night in London in your yeah, time. Yeah, I did. Um, in London, we had, I'd, I'd be the MC and like, I'd go in with all the gear, set up all like the sound equipment, like a real you carry it. it. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. the reason why I'm, I'm having you on the show because people say to me, your show's too boy. Oh. So I said, well, let's change it then. <laughs> <laughs> so th- 33% of our show today is, is girl. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you for in- including the Well, girl. 34 Three. because of... Um, Eric, look at him. You put a wig on that and you put ah. some lipstick on those gorgeous lips. Ah. And we've got us. I'm very uncomfortable. Have I'm you ever started doing a drag act? No, okay. never. Right. I'm not so you used it. to carry the equipment, did the industry. And what did you find? Why did you do it? Because I wanted to showcase other artists. Um, so you're a giving person. Yes, I am a giving person. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you feel, and that's the, the industry. You got to, um, the more you can, you can you put those louder. The more you you find give in, uh. and put on these shows, yeah, you, it's, it just does better for the industry. And bringing people together, you know, like it was it was really cool because like you'd introduce each person, you'd find out who all the different artists are, and then at the end of it, we'd all do a big jam. So tell amazing. me, uh, who used to come to these things? Uh, when was this, by the way? It was a while ago. So we just spoke to Martin Davis, who was there. He split the animals up on the ark. Uh-huh. They used to, it was actually Wasn't three. Wasn't that far ago? Just three. No, it used to be, it was three animals. And then they said, can't I bring my kid with? And then, no, you, you can pump on the boat. Uh, <coughs> make like right. boat. Let's make more. So now who was, tell me some names that were at these things. Um, so I'm, I met Ed Sheeran through that. And he was just a regular, just coming up there, jump, basking. Yeah, he, he was super young. He was still a baby, you know, like he walked still in is. with his dad. Yeah. Really? Mm. My dad's never seen me do comedy. <laughs> I don't know what that to was say. awkward. That was heavy awkward. I was going to say, my dad saw me once. So was. we go to this, in, this is an industry night at Movida. Uh-huh. Okay, which is in Ravonia Road, down the road, actually uh-huh. just down past Cliff Central. And we, we had, um, there was a band on the resident band. Um. There were a couple of other singers that came up and sang with him, so it was quite open. And then you, are you launching an album or is it a song? Because you just came up there and also did it, like you look yeah, quite so free and I've got a song on radio flowing. at the moment called My Fire. Okay. So um, we showcased that and we did that with the band. It was quite awesome. And then we're doing a few other what things. Is your, what is your, I don't want to block, what is uh. your genre of music? What do you do? Pop. Pop. So you're in that Britney, that bunch. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> and something, and, and you, and here's what we <laughs> want to talk about. Like I've got Mark Palmer. Can we, can we get him on the on the, yeah, on the no. telephone? Mark, you, are you hearing us? I'm Mark. hearing you. <laughs> can you hear How me? Are you? Hi, How are you? Mark that's Mark Palmer. Say hello to Eric Jansen. Hi, Mark. No, I mean, hey, Mark, saying hello to you, oh, dumbass. I'm saying hi first. <sighs> Gee whiz. <laughs> okay, this is a very well organized studio, as you know. Um, I took over the show from a from a from a homeless guy called Dusty. <laughs> yeah. So t- Mark, tell us about. We've got um, Lisa's also here. She's she's written a book about like what's the book called? Who are you again? Who are you again? And I think it's so relevant in terms of comedy as well because we do something really cool and then a week later people forget us. How are you doing? If no one's okay, forgot about you. Parents are that age where they ask me that question every time I visit them. Okay, where do they stay? Somerset West. No, they no, they live in England as well. And you don't see them, and they live in England. I do see them, but when I see them, they, they, they're losing their minds and they're getting to that age where they go, oh, who are you again? So it's, it's that, oh, that kind you. of thing. So You're doing Alzheimer's jokes. Alzheimer's <laughs> jokes this early in the morning. Yeah. What time is it there in London town? It's 25 past eight this time, about an hour behind you guys. Okay, so the, that's how we are mostly with comedy as well, with my jokes. <laughs> People laugh yeah. on the way home. 
Yeah, that's it on the way home. And what do you, no, let, tell us yours. I wouldn't call it, is it a, a rags to riches story or did you do what um, Dusty did and just marry a rich chick? No, no, not at all. I didn't, I definitely didn't marry a rich chick. Um, <laughs> I got married almost eight years ago. Well Jeez, done. Good lies. stuff. I lasted eight time days. Time yeah. No, you weren't invited to the wedding. <laughs> I'm never invited to those things. No, you, I think it's a bit, you're a bit dodgy for those occasions. But um, <laughs> if you were doing your beer thing back then, I probably would have invited you. Oh, gee, thank you. So, that's how, so you got married and you, when, did you, when did you leave? Because you didn't, didn't invite me to the farewell party either. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do that either. Why I, have we, I even got you on the show? Fuck off, God. In 2012, we, we packed up and we, we headed off. And, and the reason we did it was for an adventure. You know, the missus wanted to pursue a career in, in the food industry. And I said to myself, you know, I want to try and make it on the, the comedy stages in, in the UK. And we came for a, for an adventure, which is going to be a year or two years, but then four, just over four and a half years later, we're still here. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's been tough and hard, but, um, yeah, we're just enjoying it. I've never, I've never gigged so much in my life as I have since I moved to the UK. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, why would I, why would I want to stop? Okay. And then when you arrive there, you, where do you start? Cause some people say, get an agent over there, get a phone, the comedy clubs. What did you, what was your plan? Because the show's yeah, about a, planning. A lot easier said than done. You know, you arrive in the UK and you've got like, well, I've just done, I've done Comedy Central Africa and I've done this and I've, I've done this and I've got this review and I've got that review and you put it all together and you make it look all fancy and you come to the comedy industry and you go, this is what I've done. And the industry they here goes, <laughs> we don't care. Who are and, you again? <laughs> um, so you, you basically, you start out like everyone. I mean, I had 11 years experience moving from, from South Africa to, to the UK. I arrived. And uh, I literally had to join the queue of brand new young comics entering the industry, all hustling and trying to find five minutes stage time to hopefully be seen by a promoter. I'd get in my car, I'd drive four, five, six hours to a gig to do five to maybe ten minutes on stage to hopefully be seen by a promoter that's going to then uh, go, oh, we actually like you. I'll book you again for a, a 15-minute spot and pay you 25 quid to do that. And, how, and uh, you get to the this? gig you and traveling there's and like paying eight, for eight people in the audience and the promoter hasn't even shown up to see you do your stuff so but i did that for year day in day out for just over for about two years and then in april 2014 i got back into full-time stand-up how do you find that how do you travel around are you getting lifts with people People don't know about nah, this. Bought myself a bought myself a, a we bought ourselves a small cheapy little car, a little thirteen hundred tiny little Suzuki Ignis type thing, tiny. And basically, my my comedy improved, but my my body has deteriorated <laughs> to massive extent. Really, really kidney belts. <laughs> I've uh, yeah, I see a chiropractor two three times a week, um, and yeah, things have improved. You drive everywhere. Going by train and airplane is just it's just expensive and it's just not reliable. So I'd rather get in my car and 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 drive to a gig, get get there early, get do some work, do some writing, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But it's just it's tough. It's a tough slog, man. It's it's the toughest thing. When I tell when I tell comics here in the UK, but, well, the journey that I've done, they go, dude, no ways am I going. Would I do something like that? I'd never give up a career. To start from scratch again, and and to be honest, Dave, I would never do it again, bro. Never do it again. We had we had uh, Barry Hilton on the show, and he also mentioned like he goes to London, he goes to thing, and he and he settles for the fact that he is going there with the South Africans in mind. Like they come there, they come to see him. He said, you know, to go there and start, you literally are doing that. You're going doing open mics, and yeah, no one knows who you are. That's why we've got this this vibe of who who are you again? And the book is available on Amazon. Yes. What's the what's it exactly called? Who are you again, David? Dave, oh, you mean the book? <laughs> and in the book, yeah. uh, what, do you, what, what do you cover in the book? Because we got Mark. This, this is this is pearls of wisdom here. This is lacquer. Because, like he said, I would never do it again. But I bet you there's a young comic who's sitting, going, "I've done what I can in South Africa here. I've been yeah. on. What can you do? There's a pie here. You can, you can do TV ads. You can write for a TV show. You can do corporate comedy. You can do some golf days. You can do charity events. You do Comedy Central Africa, and then you kind of hit the, the ceiling. But if there's if you are young, enough, I wouldn't do it now. <laughs> How old are you, Mark? Dude, I'm forty. I turned forty-two in August, man. I, How's your hair? So I was like thirty-eight when we moved across. Thirty-seven when we moved across. So uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy, man. And you know the thing is, you you move you move across, and you're expecting just just to give just to give you an idea what you're up against when you come to the UK. They basically, I was told that every two weeks, about between 50 and probably 80 brand new comics into the comedy industry every two weeks in the UK. 
That's so, can you imagine? It's a, it's, a, it's a relatively good career to start because, you, as you said, 25 quid, 50 quid, those are good amounts of money for a 17, 18 year old kid to be making. If you're staying at home on the, living on Dole, it's like a, it's a good way to make a little bit of extra cash. <laughs> yeah, but remember, I'm not, I'm not living on the Dole. Exactly. You know, I'm a 37 year old man with a wife. And, Who did you um, vote for on Wednesday? I didn't vote because I live in England, man. It's the no, local man, you go down to the consulate and you vote with your South African green barcoded ID and you go and vote for the, whatever. No, only on national elections, my friend, not the, not the local government elections. But I did That's vote in vote to remain in, in the no, EU. No, I'm talking about, so. yeah, we voted on Wednesday for our guys. Oh, no Brexit. I, I couldn't do that. I, I, I voted. If I could vote, I would, I would probably, I don't know, I'm not going to. My vote is my secret. That whole thing. I'm not going to go down that path. So you're telling me if the DA lose Johannesburg Metro by one vote, it could have been you and Martin Evans. It could have been us, but I didn't live in Johannesburg. I would have only been allowed to vote in Cape Town. We needed you, Mark Palmer. (laughs) So now I don't don't feel sorry for you. I did. I voted. I was what they do is they give you the day off here, so every single person has a fat Brian, a big Joel. So they literally we are so drunk voting for our government. We're basically a drunk country, and we all voted for our guys. I thought it was a changing room. Meantime, it was a voting booth. It's made of cardboard. <laughs> Lisa, what are the parts of your, let's call the contents of the book. It's a self-published book. Yeah. We're going to talk about the, how do you do that? Um, it's really easy. Really, oh. really easy. Yeah. Well, no, so many comedians want to know how to do it. Tell us. Sign up on Amazon as a author and it gives you two options to either publish a physical um, printed copy or through Create Space or I've otherwise. I've got a coloring in book that I'm doing for adults. Uh-huh. Can I publish that on Amazon? You can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blank. Dave loves yeah. making things all good. What Mark's saying? Excuse yeah, us. Yeah, a very interesting fact. One of the biggest selling Kindle. books of all time, because my, uh, my wife, she's, she, she's been meeting up with a bunch of, of the top publishers in the UK now for the company she works for. And one of the biggest selling books is an adult coloring in book. Oh, man. You see, I told you you can. My, mine was just going to be Willie's. I was just going to color Willie's in. Anyway, from, <laughs> <laughs> so then you go to Amazon, you sign up. Who edits your, who edits it? I mean, can they trust anyone can publish a book? Can't surely be. I mean, although uh, I suppose these days. There's some kind of a screening thing, um, that you kind of go through. But I mean, I wrote the book over four years. So it, had, it was written and then I rewrote it four times until I got to my final edit. And that was your idea from the beginning or did you just kind of look at your diary and say, hang on a minute, this is some heavy stuff. You've traveled everywhere singing. Yeah. Did you always want to sing? What was your other job? But there's always got to be something else. Uh, can't. <laughs> You've sung your whole life. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I did event management for a while in London, um, and yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Mark, what was sung. your job before comedy? What was my job, dude? I I got involved in a whole bunch of things, man. I went uh, when I started when I started over here, obviously doing the comedy thing at night. But during the day, got involved in in sales job and and tried my hand at estate agency for a while, just just to at, get at, just to earn money, dude. Just to earn money, and, and every now and then, you, you have the keys to the empty house, you got a place to sleep. So that's a that's another thing. So that that helps a bit. So my wife and I had a couple of houses to live in while we were, we were there rent free. Um, which was quite cool, but in England, people would come over and look at it. So it was alright. Where did I meet you in Cape Town? What's that? Where, when did I meet you in Cape Town? At the, at the Armchair Theatre, or was it somewhere else? Um, gee, I don't know. I think we, I think we might have met at the Armchair or at um, what do you, Comedy Warehouse. Okay, but you were always, you were always well dressed, like a sort of salesman, copier salesman, or something. No, I was, I was in the legal industry, my friend. It was, was in Somerset West. It was at that place upstairs. Clock hour, half time hour, upstairs hour, don't go there hour, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the late night hour, and someone said rest, like a little funny pub, the hole in the wall or something. The town square. That's where it was, the town square. There were not yeah. normal people there. No, my friend, it was, yeah, it was, it was a strange time in that part of the world, eh? Wow, just crazy. crazy <laughs> That's where I met you. <laughs> okay, now, do you know, I can't get hold of Martin Evans, so uh, do you ever see him? Who, what, what South African guys do you bump coming, into? He's coming through to my house today. He's, uh, he's Why wasn't he there now? We could have done, we could have saved time. Yeah. Oh, he's not in now. Oh, he's coming a bit later. He's at another mate's place in southeast London somewhere. He's going to get a train here and then I'll, I'll fetch him from the station oh, and, um, man, yeah, so we're cute. just going to hang out all day and, just chill, I guess. Just be careful of Martin Evans. He has a 97-year-old man in the back of his brain who edits everything he says. So if he wants to say, I went to a restaurant and had a nice steak, the 97-year-old man goes, I had a really chewy steak and it was horrible and the service was crap. 
Yeah, that's more <laughs> nice. And, uh, and he's, he's got he's got a love affair with Poloni. I just I don't know what it is. Well, he and I are the same age. We grew up on Poloni. That was our protein. That was your protein. I don't even know what it is. Is it like cow lips? What is what is it? There's <laughs> cow's lips in there, as Koki tells you. Cows can't moo and they got no lips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Eric's just he doesn't understand what we're talking about. No, I. Is Martin Evans going to uh, Edinburgh? Um, I think he's popping up there for a couple of days. He's, he's 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 booked a couple of shows up there. Um, I think he's doing one an hour long show. But we've got our own Luis Ogola. He's up there at the moment. He's he's doing his thing up there. At he's on a proper tour. His his uh, itinerary was there were almost seventeen dates within that month of August and September. Yeah, I mean August. You're basically doing a show every day from the beginning of Edinburgh till the end. So it's, it's probably a little bit more than that. I mean, I've I've never gigged as much as I've gigged here in the UK. I mean, I had a run now of 24 gigs in a row. That's it. And now, are we speak about lazy comics. Like they are, are they out there? You just got a phone and do them. Dude, it's it's crazy. The thing is with with here that you get offered a gig and it's like, how badly do you want to work? How badly do you want to gig? Are you, are you prepared to get in your car, drive six hours for? 80 quid, you know, it's going to cost you about 45 quid in petrol there and back. And then your agent's going to take a, a, his 15% of that. And, you know, you get Agents. food and drink. You know, it's, it's crazy, man. And tell me, give us a travel tip for, for, for young comedians anywhere in the world. We, <laughs> Be rich and have someone drive you or fly you. <laughs> this is a good travel tip. Lisa's no, written a book just, called um, Who Are You Again? And my, the first chapter is Clean Your Microphone. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please explain that to me, Lisa. Listen, you know what goes into a microphone, or, or like when you're talking, like there's there's saliva flying so who's, around. Are you you talking about when you get to gig someone else's microphone? You realize that we've had the sex shows on after us. We don't know what's on these microphones. <laughs> They've got a male porn star coming in here. Hey, I'm that's gonna, the kind of gigs you get booked for, my I'm friend. Done. You know that I, I did that, Mark. I was invited to a hen party and, and they all started shouting at me, take it off, take it off. So I looked at the chick and I said, give me an extra two grand and I'll strip for these people because they're not digging my comedy. And I did my first um, strip full show. frontal, whatever it was. They were, it was very scary. Nice. That's Got an no, extra two your, grand. Clean your microphone. Oh, because... I try, they try to clean my microphone, trust me. <laughs> 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 then... The other thing is, um, long distance, you're Can't married, stay. Mark Palmer, this is very and it's difficult, or is it easy? Being married? Yes. No, I'm just saying for other comedians, it's hard to have these long distance relationships. Did you, were you married, Lisa, in the land? Um, I was engaged, yeah. Did it keep, did it, was it traveling around, musicianing? He was a pain. Pain, he, he was a Yeah, he uh, was. He's nagging and <laughs> constantly saying, send a photo to prove where you are. I'm like, I'm Ooh, no, I did it. I did it. Send a photo. I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, I was like, this is going towards the sex show. No, this is he weird. was very possessive. I was just like, please, go. Ah, Mark, does yeah. your wife ask you to send a photo of where you are? Well, in the sense that the way you were thinking about it. But, um, <laughs> so towards yeah. the show after us. No, no, not at all. You know, the, the fact is she's, she's, she's artistic herself. Um, you know, in she's the, an she's artist. She's in, in the food industry. She's creative. Yeah, and I mean, she, she is. I mean, she, she started off as an artist, a web designer. She gave that up, studied to become a chef. Um, when we she moved to England, she then ended up probably working for one of the most creative chefs in the world, Heston Blumenthal. She was working for him for three and a half years and um, did his cookbooks and TV shows for him. And uh, now she does the, the – she's the culinary editor for the Le Cordon Bleu Culinary School. Has she ever asked one. you to be to do some funny cooking with her? I mean, <laughs> for well, reals, in the book – her cooking is great. Now and then it's a bit funny, but um, yeah, I get to, I get to Bri. I'm the I Bri in the house. She does all the other. That's something weird. You go to London and they say they're having a barbecue and then put um, meat patties on. No, that's, from, that, and, that's wrong. And but let me tell you this: I come I come to England. I move here, and when we Bri, I can't understand how people just do it on coal and gas and that type of stuff. I actually got Good. a guy that imports Bri wood from South Africa, and 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 Mrs. Bull's chutney and Marmite. They got no, that in stores. They do. They sell it at Sainsbury's. Yeah, they do. They sell it at Sainsbury's. If you go to the South African shop, you've got to take out a mortgage. You do. <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, Mark, would you ever, are there any contests there for young comics? Have you ever entered one? Like one of those weird competitions? I've, I've never. I've, they've got gong shows. They've got, no, that's um, they've got that's comedy creators. Oh, yeah. They've got... Dude, every every comedy club, every promoter runs some kind of runs some kind of gig um, where there's a competition. It's like you know, come on up, do your stuff, and then you can win. And you win, and you you might get uh, a fifty pounds and the opportunity to do the middle spot of the next gig. They call it with the opportunity of um, 
of uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know what they call it. Advancements. You know, you can advance up the ladder quicker. You know, you've won one of my competitions. I will now give you. Then your next gig will be a. I'll give you ten quid for for ten minutes or something like that. And then it just basically gives you a bit more credibility when you approach other promoters. You go, I've won this. I've done this. I came second in this. I've done this. But then you know, you got the big competitions. You got Laughing Horse. You got the Comedy Store, and then you got the BBC. And those those winners go through to Edinburgh. And, and they sort of perform on a stage there, which is the winners of. Like, that's the whole idea. They, they move you. Anyone can go to Edinburgh. I mean, people think Grahamstown is busy with comedy. I think there's over 2,000 comedy gigs happening in Edinburgh. No, I found that out in 2012 when we did a show and we thought, okay, let's do this. And when we got there, we realized we're up against literally 3,000 comedy choices. Yeah. Um, so when you've got 10 people in your audience, you actually have a, literally you have a brilliant audience because that's a, a, a huge percentage if you split it into yeah. the 3,000. Exactly. I mean, I, there's, there's some guys that are pretty, pretty darn good comics here in the UK. They get to Edinburgh and they go, oh, I just did my opening night last night to three people. That's it. You know? we did a, I think Luis and I did a show for two people. But that, that doesn't matter. That, that, what? what? You've got two books. Listen, would you ever, would you ever think of writing a book? Because what you're telling me is, is very it's, – it's your story and it's quite special. Would you think of doing that? Writing something, writing this down? Yeah. Because Lisa's book is, is bound in, in hard cover. Things at the moment. Are you? I'm – I'm busy writing something at the moment. We'll we'll see what it is. It's it's, it's going to sound like it's nonfiction, but it's uh, I mean, it sounds like it's fiction, but it's purely nonfiction. Well, that's the thing. People don't realize when we go to these gigs, the people we meet and the stuff we have to deal with is sometimes you wouldn't be able to to, to fathom it. Like, why do we have to do these things? Um, funny people that you meet after shows. Yeah, dude. How's the line? Why have you done those gentlemen's clubs and stuff where there's old working class clubs? Uh, I've, I've done it all, man. I've, I've been, I've been up north. You go up to do the, the working towns, the old coal towns like Newcastle and places like that. You play at a club called the Hyena. I mean, that just give, that just told you exactly what kind of gig it's going to be. The Hyena. I mean, they <laughs> and, just, and they weren't yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, you, you, you get to, you get to the gig. The gig starts at eight o'clock when you're walking towards where the venue is. People are being thrown out of pubs oh because God. they're too drunk already at seven o'clock in the evening. You know, well, that's, that's, thing that's talking about getting drunk at seven o'clock in the evening. We have something called Breakfast Beer Club on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Eric, like, just explain to Mark what it is. Okay, so what Breakfast Beer Club is that Dave goes to the local person and then he buys a beer for us and then we do the thing and then we drink this time in the morning. Eric's chickening out. I'm not chickening out. Okay, Mark Palmer, I'm today is World IPA Day. Do you know what that is? Lisa, do you know what that is? Yes, that's the yes. brand of the beer that I've not figured out. India no, Pale Indian Pale Ale. Ale. Uh, do you know that it's World Pale Ale Day? Uh, Indian Pale Ale Day, did you know that? I didn't know it was Indian. I think every day is Indian Pale <laughs> <laughs> So we do, this one's from, this is from the King's Blockhouse IPA, which is actually from our area there, which is in Cape, Cape Town. Town. This is Devil's Peak Brewery. And this, we're gonna, yes. I'm going to try that. So I'm just going to see if it's bitter or tasty or whatever. And then we just phone them and say thanks for the beer. Beer, yeah. Not that they gave it to us for free. I have to buy he the He bought shit. the beer and then he tastes it. And then, woo. I, I, I don't do this anymore because last week I, I drank <laughs> on an empty stomach. <laughs> So <laughs> breakfast, that's breakfast beer club. Yeah. And you mean, mm, why do you say empty stomach? That thing was drive, Mitchell's milk and honey. Drive home. What's in, what's in cornflakes? Nothing. Corn. Oh yeah. Like dry. <laughs> 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 is, it, is it corn? Is it toenail clippings? It's <laughs> something. Oh it's crunchy God. though. That's the important But I mean, part. milk and honey and oats. That's basically breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. But now, the, the alcohol content. Eric, do you, did you, can, can I, can you and I read this? I know it says, um, the sort of guide for a successful music industry. Yeah. But there are so many things in here oh. that I wish. Comedy related. There are so many things in here. Yeah. There are, there, there is, there is, there is a lot of so things. many things. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of things in there, there that, so that I would say anyone, not only in, in, in the performing arts, because we are in a me industry. If yeah. we're not on stage performing, mm-hmm. you're not making money. We don't have exactly. time off work. We don't have maternity leave. We don't have all these things. Mm-mm. If you're not on stage performing, you don't do it. So what is your backup plan? Do you have a savings plan there, um, S- Eric? S- work. At a call center, like that's my backup plan. No, I'm joking. I'm and joking. what do you do with extra cash if you do have any? Do you have? Do you put it away? Do you yeah, invest? no, 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 savings. All of it goes. To savings. Is it in a money market account? It's eight percent. At the moment, no. It's just accumulating in my house somewhere. I won't it, say where because I don't want people to. So your savings account is like old school in a jar yeah, in the yeah, mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at the end of the year, I'll cash it in and then. You put must it put in it in a account. sealed thing because rats dig um, 
the linen in the, Nah, it's in, in a, a glass container So, I mean, if a rat can dig through glass It can have evidence. my money Does No, I'm mo- just saying It's in a glass <laughs> container <laughs> Doesn't your mom you Your mom lives with you <laughs> Lives in Boxwood No, Lisa Alright Dang And your addresses <laughs> No, Lisa Lisa, so no you, you have no. a savings But you no. want, you're not getting an interest Listen. in that You just Because you want to now, tax. No. no, but the thing is I'm getting like income from Doing gigs and stuff So all the money that I get from gigs Be it a 200 bucks Be it a 500 bucks Nice I just put it in there And then like At the, at the end of the year I'm just going to put it all in an account And then and It'll then, grow from there And tax You know you can get a tax free saving With old mutual I'm going to do <laughs> That's that That's who you work you. for Mark I remember now I, yeah, yeah, I used to work for their, um, their estate planning division. You pointed at yeah. you. I just remember now. Sorry, I was pointing at the <laughs> screen. You're pointing at Lisa, actually. Lisa's very Lisa, have you, how is your book selling? Let's tell people that can. Who are you again? Lisa, is, it, is that right? Am I saying it right? Because where's the golden? Okay, so I was, I am Tennyson. That's okay. my family name. And golden is my stage name. It's actually my brother and sister's surname. I like that name though. Yeah. It's, it sounds, it sounds rich. Well, exactly, and it's Jewish, so you know you got <laughs> to keep in with. Wow! <laughs> well, I mean, I've got a Jewish name. Do. I don't have, the, I don't have the money. It's just the way it is, you, you know. But you know, like Tennyson, I'd be like the like. No offense, but I mean, I've, I've like traveled everywhere and then come home, and I have to change my surname to Golden because it's, it has to be Damn, an English thing, good. so that there's an association with an English person speaking person in South Africa. Have you got a backup plan? A music industry? You're singing your song. It's on the radio now. What is mm-hmm. my fire about? Is it got like a story backing to it? Yeah, um, it was written by a British um, lady called Sarah de Courcy, and she's written with Armin van Buren, and um, she's written with Armin van Buren, Little Mix, Pussycat Dolls, Kylie Minogue, Example, a whole bunch of people, mm. and it's yeah, it's her song, and then we took it into studio last year, produced it, and uh, released it at the beginning of this year. And it's how, been doing very and well. And what stations, yeah, obviously, you've got a 90% local thing, so send yeah, it to them. Yeah, it is. It's playing on um, Halfveld, not Halfveld, um, 5FM, Jacaranda, um, East Coast Radio. Yeah, pretty much. We have about between 5 to 18 plays a day. I'm, I'm going to play it. Let's play the thing. Like, I'm playing it. Oh, no, that's ShopRite's. Uh, ShopRite's uh, you know what's weird is money's so tight at the moment. When I'm actually using those little checkers. Plastic things as real groceries. <laughs> I saw that stuff, man, when I was in SA now, dude. That's crazy. Ew. So do you want to hear it? I think so. It starts, off, it you, starts off with piano. Oh, you've got it. Well, you brought wow. your own song. Yeah, of course I did. You know what? I, I typed in. They hit it. We'll play it as a backing thing. So the story is that it was a song written and you, they've given it to you. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because yes. half of this industry as well is also writing. Yes. And so many guys don't realize that if you've got a good tune and you've got a good story to tell, you can actually sell it to these producers. Yeah, I've got two albums out um, under my Lisa Tennyson, and then um, I was signed to David Gresham Records. We went under Golden, and we've got still two alive? singles. Yeah, man. Does he still He's do amazing. that winky thing with the eye? <laughs> He's a darling. Don't speak about my, my man like that. I think that we had Lockenville, we had Lockenville <laughs> in here earlier. Lockenville used to be a Gresham, I think, back in the day. Oh, yeah, it's... maybe. I don't know. Hit it. You took the Eric Janssen's so into this book, he started reading it, and then I realized that I actually need the book in front of me. It is, now, I, I choose books based on how many pictures there are in them. Has it got any pictures in it? On the front. Okay. And I've also noticed on your album cover, you're wearing you Most like amazing response ever. Hey? I couldn't help noticing you like hats. I today you're also wearing your little post Yes, yeah, my little hat thing is my thing. Okay, and tell me, the book you said is divided into three sections. What are those? Okay, artist, image, and world. Artist being, you talk about you. No, 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 it's a, what do you need to be as an artist? It, you know, like it, it's for somebody who want, who's interested in an artist um, about their life, and as well as that, it's, um, it's to help somebody who wants to become an artist be, be a better artist. So it's like all the different elements of artistry, um, how to write songs. How do you believe to in that that thing with that we we are our brands, and but the problem is to find that thing, that look, that hook. 
Mm. Oh, and how did you know? You said, okay, I'm a brand. You've changed the name, Lisa Golden. Yeah. That's already a first step. Yeah. It's, it's catchy. It's, it's easier to hashtag than Tennyson. <laughs> so, Somebody else's again? So you start yeah, off no, with your... I with hope you, my dad's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the cool thing is? No one listens to this. No thing. one listens. Except like Michelle. Michelle says milk and honey beer listen. is the bomb. <laughs> you have like seven people who my listen. My dad okay, used to listen to my shows in Ibiza, okay? He, oh, he recorded all of them and yeah. I got home and he's like, look, this is this is you. And I'm like, you, you. Recorded oh, this? Can we just oh. go to the sad part of the show? My dad's okay. never listened to you. <laughs> So, so, so as an artist, my dad doesn't even. So you, you have to find out your your yeah. hook, your thing. Who are you? Yes, that's very important for everybody, actually. Yeah. And then the second part of it is all about image. So our image, obviously, is so important. Every, every, the first thing that somebody or a client looks at is it's not about our comedy or our music or anything. It's how you look, how you present yourself. You know, Instagram doesn't. Well, it does have videos, but I mean, Instagram doesn't speak as a photo. So it, it's everything about how important your image is and then how you project that. And what did you, how did you go about that? What, what are the key things to look for when starting that? I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've never done drugs. Like, it's not my thing. So, and I think that, you know, it's important not to live a rock and roll lifestyle. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the gutter. You're sitting here drinking breakfast beer. You can have bring, just, that breakfast it's, it's beer. Breakfast beer is fine. Okay, it's Come got on. oats in. It's it, fine. You it's know, got like, oats you in. You and oats. Okay, so, explain, <laughs> explain your, your things that you find as an artist, your, your hook. Uh, my thingy is what I do is I love, um, I love running. So, I run to keep um, fit. And also, it's really good for. To keep your vocal open, like your chest open, it helps with your breathing and all that kind of stuff. And then I do loads of vocal warm warm ups, and yeah, I just try straight stay on the straight and narrow. Sometimes falling off, but there was something you said about the industry nights is that force people to do original material. Yes, like there's a guy there, Nigel, who Uh, sings great covers, and you told me he's got actual yeah. Originals. So that's an, and I would, I'm trying to find the link between the musician's life and this comedy world. Yeah. You said in your book like it takes longer as a qualification for a musician, longer than lawyers and doctors. Yeah. That 10,000 hours thing is true, and yeah. I think it's even longer because ours is based on opinion. You, a, quali- a doctor, you sort of assume he's got the certificate on his wall. He's good. Yes. <laughs> With us, you, you, can't, you never know. You, you can have hurt. a great comic. <laughs> okay. It hurts. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. A great comic can die on his ass. And even if he has that 70 years. Oh, there's Mark back. Yes, I'm back. Yeah. How many wow. hours I mean, do you think you've done? How many hours have I done? Hmm. I don't know. Just driving thousands of hours. <laughs> <to get>. <laughs> <laughs> and then have you, there's, there's something in Lisa's book about performing for free. What's the... What's your take on that, Mark? And then we'll ask Lisa what the real answer is. Uh, man, we all know that whole thing about, mm. um, you know, when, when, you, when you're starting out, yeah, you, you want the stage time, you will perform for free because you need to be seen, you need to build your name, you need to build your reputation, you need to get your stage time, you need to get your confidence on stage, you need to build up all of that. You need to get your, your banter with your audience down to a T. I mean, any, everyone who starts up works for free. In fact, it costs you money. It costs you money to put petrol in your car, drive to the gig to buy yourself food, to buy yourself a drink. But then you get to that stage in your career where it's like everything's going well and then someone phones you and goes, listen, I've got this amazing gig and uh, you can do it but you we can't pay you you will get a meal so how do you get around that how do you we'll we'll ask lisa exposure. how do you get around that how do you get around that free gig a proposal you have to have a time you have to have a time frame on it i think okay yeah because when yeah. i started out i wasn't getting booked so i decided to go to a coffee lounge in loop street and do my own comedy show so if you're not going to book me yeah i'll book myself 100 percent. so that's a key for that and i would that's how i did it i wasn't getting booked yeah. people didn't know who i was so i said i'll start a comedy night and I'll host it. So yeah. People can know who <laughs> I am. You know who I am. Now it's a way to do it, man. It's a way to do it. I was going to ask you, Lisa, do you, do you have a music video for that song? Because I think Dave Levinson running in slow motion would just be amazing. <laughs> yeah. my, my yes. rolls. We've got a remix coming out. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> I'm very good at remixes. And then hang on, there's, with, there's something else. With a beer in his hand, it would be amazing. With a beer. Yes. <laughs> you it's a dance version, so it would be very fitting. Tell me about the, the legal side of the music industry. A lot of comics don't understand the difference between agents, bookers, and managers. Mm-hmm. What we have in this country, I think, are bookers. I yeah. seriously don't think we have agents. No. Do you, you legal-wise, do you have contracts? Do you have things written up? Did you, did you get burnt ever? Yes. Where? Uh, in London. This is my fire. Did you get burnt? <laughs> where in London? So. Can you show me on the doll where you were burnt? Yes. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> pretended to. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I used to do that. You, you chose Mark, to come here this morning. Mark, you should have shown me. Listen, we get, we get complaints from people about that. I don't interview I'm them I'm not properly. even a comedian. Show me on the doll where you want me to touch you. 
You got to stop drinking that. I'm not. Anyway, okay, tell me so what happened to your contract. So yeah, I had a guy who pretended to work for Universal Music, and he was going to put my band on tour in London, and um, he. He really did a good job in trying to convince me three months later, I found out that he was just mad in love with me and that he didn't work oh, at Universal when I phoned HR. Can't you spot in someone, someone's like into your music? Okay, didn't you for a number of years get by by telling, telling young ladies that, that you would, like you're a professional photographer? And yes, and I used back. to do uh, castings at my flat. <laughs> and sometimes I used to be double booked and I was like, oh, well, here we go. Let's see how this Two turns out. Two for one special. <laughs> now, speaking about double books and castings, it says here, this book is cheeky, fun, and full of spunk. <laughs> that, was, that was my couch. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's on, I, it's I, on I, the I, cover. Seriously, I, you I, can't. I, that's, that's, yeah. that you know, if my, I ever make a book, I'm never going to put spunk on the cover. I was just going to say there's no spunk. <laughs> Listen, but doesn't it make you want to read it? Oh, yeah. My hand's actually stuck here. <laughs> Listen, I wrote that's a book terrible. on the history of superglue. And I can't put it down, eh? Ah, uh, what internet oh, level of jokes? Mark, <laughs> please straight, help Sorry, me. man, sorry. Help me. Now, listen, we, we were going to speak to Martin Evans, and as usual, he's probably got home late, or is just getting home now. Lisa, I want to tell people where they can get the book. Is it Because this is proper, this gets delivered into your post box. That's right. I thought it was an e-book, so I was like, but this is flipping both. bound and, both. and gagged. Both. It's both. bound and gagged. Both. It's stuck to its scoops in Monster Casino. And then if you want an autograph version, you can go to my website and... Can I get an autograph version now? I'll think about it. Okay. We've, got, we've, got, we've run <laughs> we've out of our, our hours done. While holding a thing. Hours done, so we're not even going to play a, a Nasty. Clip. Eric, you can have an autograph <laughs> Thank version. Thank you. Yeah, you can. You know, there, we, <laughs> there we go. I'm so getting an autograph What did they type version? into Amazon? Lisa Goldie. Lisa Tennyson. Okay, with the two S's. But they can just type, who are you again? Book Amazon. If, you t- if I stuff I've typed into Amazon, I'm like... <laughs> David Levinson, stop looking for that book. Ah. Now, what, what, what is your what would you what would your next book be? Because I think this is like this is a little bible for anyone starting yes. out in this industry, musicians, dancers, whatever. What's your next book called? Oh, it's you. Yes. Now yes. that I'm famous. Now that I'm famous. And the, now people that do that. It's so That's weird. Amazing. They'll come up to you and say, "Who are you again? I've seen you in a. Who are you? Who yeah. are you? Didn't who did you get called the other night? Someone came to you, Prince." They said, they asked you, Prince, I love your comedy. Prince, yo, you're so funny, man. No, no, you don't look a little prince, bit like I'm him. I'm sorry. I'm he's more, dead. I'm like, yeah, he's dead. And uh, the, the other prince is skinny. Dave, do you still get, you still get asked a glimpse of beef in the box? Do you I do get asked a huge M-Web. Although I just did a KFC ad, so I'm pretty much, I'm trying to lose the, the hey, stuff. You look like that famous bull guy. <laughs> now listen, thanks, Duncan, for running the show. Lisa, we're probably going to have to read the book and then have you in again at some point just so I can ask questions. Just ask about spelling things and things. Eric, where are you going? I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish our breakfast beer in the lobby. You do your thing. I'll thanks. wait for you to finish. Thanks for listening to the Gas Comedy Podcast. This go has to, been fun. Go to the thing, download our app and, and get some gigs. Weekend. Cheers. This is cliffcentral.com.